0: Help!
1: Oh, he doesn't need any help. How about that? It's a happy ending for Scotland for a change. The time has come. And he's it's found across Al He's turned brilliantly. Daniel Sturridge.
0: scores! It's,
2: it's over. over. It is over. Greece are the champions of Europe. The ultimate outsiders. And here's Gascoigne. Knee. he's done it again! Dear Walcott accelerating, pulled back towards Danny Welbeck! Even lead again! Oh. Trezeguet is waiting
1: in the centre, Trezeguet! France have won the European Championship! Oh, the only thing that they have got is the big boy up front, Sigurdsson, who really, Sig Thorson. Oh, my word!
2: Oh!
0: Words. My Tell us, talk us through that, Steve, and we know what's happened. We we'll talk off. us through.
2: man marking at euro 2020 in today's episode we'll be taking a look back over the first week of the tournament in part one we'll be discussing groups a and b in part two it'll be groups c and d and then finally we'll finish off by casting our eye over groups e and f so a big hello to you the listener very happy to have you all with us today also with me in the studio is ryan pulver and the olsen lads the tournament was of course opened last week by Andrea Bocelli, singing Nathan Dormer in front of an Italian cast that it included one Roberto Mancini, Atilio Lombardo, Gianluca Vialli and they were all dressed quite magnificently at one of, as Ant would call it, football's meccas at the Stadio Olimpico. And since then we've seen some incredible goals, some great games and a handful of beautiful kits, all of which we'll be touching on in today's episode. So well, I'm going to start with... Last week or so, fellas, what's been your what's been your favourite game so far, Ryan? Your favourite game so far?
1: Well, we suggested, didn't we, there it'd be a humdinger, Ukraine versus Holland, and that was good because it was two teams who just didn't care; they just literally went for it. But I think we, I think the one I've enjoyed the most was the Wales Turkey game mm. because it it just had a bit of everything, didn't it? Miss chances, good goals, missed penalty. There was an edge to it the whole way through. You felt like both teams knew they needed to win. Um, they knew the permutations. And as well, and to be fair to them, Wales played really, really well. Like an enjoyable style, quite direct, but used the strengths well. There was there was a moment, I thought, when Bale tried to beat Sion Chu. Mm. We were talking Didn't about this, happen. weren't we? And then from that moment, it was kind like of like a realisation, I've got to change my game a little bit. Mm. It was like a little bit of a turning point, and he started spraying all sorts of balls, and Ramsey's just... His runs are just incredible. What so really yeah, happened. I think that what that was my favourite game.
2: Fantastic. Yeah. I, you know that would that would have been that would have been the one I'd have gone for mm. as well.
0: Lovely match. I couldn't buy into that game at all because of Savage. I can't, there's just something about him. And this I think tears. <laughs> 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 you were semi finalists five years ago, Robbie. Come on, it shouldn't be a shock that you're half decent. Okay, so it wasn't the Wales game
2: then, and <laughs> so Quite they, clearly, you know, like... uh, what's been your favourite game of the tournament so far, Anthony?
0: Uh, France-Germany, because it was a lovely little midweek game with Koysti and Clive on the box, and just actual quality. Oh, he's
2: absolutely
0: fantastic. <laughs> there he is, Ali. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Ali! Um, yeah, no, it was just a, just a very nice game. A lot of quality going forwards, and defensively as well, Varane, absolutely mm. outstanding. Yeah, he's quite good, him. Yeah, yeah, which is really, it seems a bit weird to say, but... It, Everyone's probably gone. Oh, Ramos is next to me. I'll take all the heat, won't he? Mm. And and you know, all the all the eyes look at him, don't they? Even petitions get started about him and stuff like that. So, (laughs) um, Varane was just superb, and then obviously mixing Pogba and Mbappe, you probably. I well, could have had a, a couple, couldn't he? Mm, Same. He should have had a penalty, which I don't know why. And we've said this before. Yeah. Air, I don't know why no one picked up on that. But
2: yeah, it seemed to be something that went a little bit under the radar. And we'll, we'll get to all of that. I think a game that deserves a little mention in this this point as well. One that I enjoyed was Poland Slovakia as well. And mm-hmm. um, we'll pick up on that a little bit. On so let's let's get on to to part one. We'll start with Group A, the group that includes Turkey, Italy, the aforementioned Wales, and of course the most boring team in the tournament, at Switzerland. Uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. your beautiful boys from Italy, your beautiful boys, you picked them, you tipped them, they've started like an absolute train with two 3-0 victories to kick us off, which sort of makes mugs of my, oh, they usually start slow prediction from before the tournament, which yeah. I definitely heard from somebody else and thought that sounds intelligent, <laughs> I'll use that. Um, who'd have seen this coming, aside from you?
1: Well, I don't think they've ever scored three nope. in a European Championships before, let alone two in a row. Um, I do think, Turkey have been very underwhelming. And Switzerland, I didn't expect them to be as bad as they were. But then you could argue, did they just make Switzerland look bad, I suppose? I think from Italy's point of view, I don't know how good this start is for the chances of winning it in a way. Yeah. Because I think if you kind of win 1-0 and you win 1-0 again, you maybe don't get the respect that they're probably going to get now. Um, They also lost Chiellini to what looks like a hamstring injury. So that's potentially tournament over for him. Mm. Uh, I think a Serbi came in, um, and they've got Bastoni as well. So a younger option there, which might give them a bit of pace. But breaking up that Chiellini Benucci partnership is a potential uh, Maldini, fragility. Maldini are available them. no. Costa Kait has been Costa-Kirt, called I up. I think yeah, in, in yeah. his place. Yeah, um, but Dino's yeah. off behind them. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, they've done everything right. Haven't they? They've scored six goals. I saw a stat the other day. They've last ten games, they haven't conceded a goal. Um, I think they've scored over thirty goals in those ten games. They're just on a run. Everything's going for them. So, I think, as you say, I don't
2: know how much they've been tested in terms of the quality of the opposition. And I think it was something that Gary Neville picked up on in the in the post match of the second game, the game against um, Switzerland. When he said that if they get deeper in the tournament, they are going to get challenged a little bit more. But I think there is an element of football that we become so fixated on. Oh, does that mean they're going to run out of steam? Or, or this is this could get d- dodgy for them later on. But I think what we have come to expect from Italy teams, this team is not what we have come to expect. And they're, they're just a delight. They're just a delight to watch, aren't they, Ant?
0: I, yeah, they're dressed very well as well. Mancini looked an absolute piece. He did. On Friday night. I didn't
2: even notice um, oh. Viali until the second game. And I was, was watching the, the the start of the game, the anthems.
0: I just went, it's Vialli?
2: <laughs> I was thinking, there he is. Yeah. There's his lovely bald I, I head.
0: Th- I think for it, for Italy, though, I mean, it's not their fault they're in that group. No. And, uh, and well, they're just sw- swapping people aside. And so. those
2: TC, to, no, they're not too bad. To, it's not like they've beaten North Macedonia and Hungary. Do you know what I mean? No, they, they've beaten two proper teams yeah, there. As, you know, I've slagged Switzerland off, and they—they they are boring. Like
1: Switzerland finished qualifying for this tournament on the same point as Portugal, one nine drew one. But the qualifying did finish about
2: fifteen years ago.
1: Finished, well, yeah, well, yeah, but still the same bulk of the side, I'd say. They're yeah, quite consistent. I who they—they call. Well, I
0: think. I mean, it was mentioned on 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 the game the other day. Switzerland have got to the the got to tournaments consistently and just not really quite never done deliver duty. Never. Always ah. lack a striker. Yeah,
2: massively. Well, see, I, I like Severovic. Do you remember when... So we went to the last Euros, we went to a Switzerland game, didn't we? We saw them against Romania. And I said to you before the game, Severovic, the fella up front, I said, he's good. He cannot shoot for shit. Which makes it sort of unfortunate that he's up front. But he's one of those players that everything about his game is good except he can't score. And Bril and Bolo is almost, in a way, the other way around in that he doesn't do an enormous amount but he can finish, and I mean, neither of them were involved, really, in this game, in in, in the it, second game.
0: It's kind of been that same sort of squad for a while, and maybe it's just kind of not working anymore, mm. to be honest. They didn't look that impressive, but for, from Italy's point of view, look, I mean, you put them in front of them, they've got rid of them, and they're probably going to get rid of Wales as well. well I, don't, I don't think, I think Wales could probably... Set back, really, I and mean, I mean, maybe change a few, maybe Rash bail?
2: It gives, it gives in a way. So, move, sort of moving on to Wales, I and mean, we we touched on them before we started. We touched on them in the intro. I think the first game they were underwhelming. Um, that was quite. A, I think that's probably the worst game of the tournament hot, hot, so
0: far. A hot day, yeah,
1: very hot. Yeah, very it
2: was hot. hot. Yeah, hot. Um, it, it, it it's interesting, isn't it? that the, the, the like most like lots of countries in the world play when it's quite hot. Like, it's quite hot in, like, Spain most of the time. And then it comes to a tournament and everyone's like, well, no wonder they couldn't pass it. It's hot.
1: But what I would say is they don't tend to play at the height of summer, which a tournament is. You normally start the season a bit later in the year, yeah? Yeah, You maybe have. Just
2: trying to slag them off,
1: right? (laughs) I suppose August, (laughs) you do start a lot of seasons in August, but...
2: You start uh, almost every season Mm. in August, classically, I've heard. (laughs) Um. But yeah, Wales disappointing in the first game. I thought they were very good in the second game. It's hard to know what to make a Turkey, Really, they were kind of tipped as dark horses. I wonder if maybe they've just, you know, sometimes you can get a team where not much is expected of them, and then some, and then all of a sudden something is expected of them, and maybe they think, oh, we're we're quite good us.
1: Well, do you think it's zero point? Yeah, yeah,
2: and they've just kind of just steamed into it and and been and got found out very quickly. Well,
0: do you think it's more on, on along the lines of? I imagine I mean I haven't seen a lot of Turkey before this, this tournament, but I imagine that they're, they're quite compact and they probably want to see. Well ship. they don't
2: concede a lot of yeah, goals generally. And this is
0: what I'm this is what I mean. So as soon as Italy do your 3 0, you've got to go and win that next game. And yeah. if someone if you're struggling to break a side down anyway, and you've got I mean, I mentioned Yilmaz being a, a good player, which he is. He's absolutely fantastic. He's had a great season. But they just look a little bit disjointed and they don't didn't know how to break Wales down. And when they did get the chance they either missed it or managed to cause a fight in the penalty area for some reason. I mean that that
2: that so that fight that's the first proper fight of the tournament that. And that, really, Yeah, that was a proper handbags that one. That was great, <laughs> and I think you know ultimately, as you said, Ryan, it was a game of proper edge, and it was a game where there was real kinds of jeopardy for both teams, and it they they, mm. they both could have really done with a win. Wales got that win and for deserved that. I thought in the end, I thought they were absolutely brilliant.
1: But there was a there was a plan to what Wales were doing. Yeah. You could see what they were doing. You had Dan James a bit lopsided in it raw pace. You had Ramsey's late runs. Kiefer Moore just causes carnage. Takes the attention of the oh, centre yeah, I think he's a brilliant
0: player. Then.
2: Yeah, he's super he? Bale,
1: Bale is obviously Gareth Bale, four time Champions League When it, You could see a pattern of play and morale was there to sort of link the defence to the midfield and the attack. Turkey's just stunk of like. When you get a Sunday league team like I've oh, got eleven lads there who are all good players, that just stick them together, and you're like, we you can't play together. What's your, what's your name again, mate? Yeah, it was it was like that though. But they didn't
0: even defend well. No? So, so the thing that they're good at, yeah. they didn't do, <laughs> and they haven't done it for two and games now.
1: I think first game against Italy, it was just they were always going to get steamrolled in a way, the opening game, the ceremony, Italy's team and form.
0: Well, they did okay
2: in the first half, Turkey. They they, they they stuck at it and then they just tired, didn't they? And then, it, yeah. I mean, Italy was just wave after wave after wave of attack. Um, I'm going to kind of shift us yeah, on, on a on, little yeah. bit, chaps, to, to Group B. We've got a lot of groups to get through tonight. Um, group B, which is Denmark, Finland, Belgium and Russia. And I think, you know, we're, we're sort of five or six days on now from the sort of events that took place in 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 copenhagen but i think it would be kind of difficult for us to talk about group b without touching on what happened with with christian erickson and i think i was i was texting my um i was texting my brother mark earlier on today and i was kind of saying how you know i think we're kind of used our generation used to watching tv shows and films and stuff where they're just generally really horrific things happen in them all Mm. the time a lot of violence and it's almost most a lot of shows now are like how violent and how unpleasant can we make it for the viewer and i think watching what happened with christian erickson i think when a real person's life is kind of hanging in the balance genuinely you know in front of sort of the whole world to an extent it is so much harder to watch like it was it was really genuinely unpleasant to watch and and i mean when the news has started to filter through over the last sort of few days that erickson is kind of stable he's conscious he's talking you know his his agents has been putting out statements he's put out some statements he he seems like he's on the mend you know we don't know if he'll ever actually play football again but there was a point where it was questionable whether he would still be alive at the you know at the end of the day and I think you know for 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 me I I wrote that piece for for the over the bar magazine about how it made me feel watching it and what unfolded in the park and stadium and you know a lot of stuff we talk about in the podcast about how things make us feel so you know Ryan I'll start with you how you know you we were texting each other what was going on. How mm. how did you kinda of feel watching it?
1: Um utterly sick, to be honest. there was a there's a moment there where he's gone and you're watching him be resusced and then his wife comes onto the pitch and then you're looking at the crowd crying. And I honestly think it'll be one of them moments. That you'll rem- you it's like I know where I was when that happened type mm. thing. I was watching on my iPad to be honest, doing a bit of decorating with my girlfriend, and she saw my face. She's like, "What's up?" She's not really interested in watching the football, and then she watches it unfold with with me. And even she was close to tears because, as you say, when you add the real element, when you know actually this isn't an actor or this isn't a TV show, this is someone's life, and you're watching it as you quite accurately described, hanging the balance it's surreal absolutely surreal i mean it's not the first time it's happened to a footballer but it's to watch it on such a big stage with such a well-known football player in that live setting like we've had covid we've had empty stadiums mm. it was one of the full big i think it was the first time i've seen a full stadium in it wasn't quite i years. don't think it was quite quite full, full but it? it was like people sitting next to each other yeah and there was, was a lot of people like, there. tens of thousands yeah. of people and it was just utterly surreal and as you say thankfully he, he's pulled through but yeah it was distressing to watch uh, my mum and dad missed it and they were, and uh, my mum said something at one point like, oh, when, what, like what happened and all because she was at a party and I was telling her and she was like oh they'll, they'll probably I'll probably see it back won't I they'll probably show it and I was like no they won't show it again I was like and don't try and find it because yeah. there's little point in watching it, it.
2: and I think that's that can, that's kind of the point really is like mm. you know there's, there was a lot of kinda back and forth and stuff that have gone on Twitter that we won't won't kinda of go into. But you know, I I think as you say, it was just
1: You watched through morbid obsession at the time. Well, I, it was unfolding I, I, in your eyes, but I, it's I, not
2: something you'd want to watch. No, absolutely and I almost you know, you were saying you were with 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 your girlfriends and I was you know and Sophie, who's my partner, she was out with the dog at the time. So I sat on my own on the couch watching it and I just was like, I just really wished there was somebody here. I think you texted in the group saying, I really want a hug. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and like, it, was just, it, it, it wasn't horrible, a joke either. Yeah, it no, was genuine. Just yeah. like, you just need, I just, this is just really horrible, really, really awful. And I, I, I don't know if you've got anything you wanted to add, mate.
0: Well, I wasn't... Um... I wasn't even watching, to be honest. I was I was at cricket, and then I, I, we'd finished. We just won, and I, I got my phone, and I'm looking at all this stuff, and I'm, it's going on here. And mm. Didn't didn't go immediately to a tally. I was like, right, I don't I don't know what's going on. I was like, and you know, you're getting updates all the way through, and you're telling your mates, and it um yeah, it was it was very um it's very strange, certainly being out, certainly being away from it. It was very very weird certainly to, to read all the messages going on like this is this is really strange and um, obviously the main criticism of that, of, of that moment was the, was the the tv coverage yeah. which i don't think anyone's really going to get to the bottom of i think there was one moment where obviously zoom in on his on his wife and I, I obviously that is very very distasteful it's a very strange thing to do mm. um but i mean those asking to go back to the studio i mean y- I don't know what the answer is there because I don't know what they would have given him. And by all accounts, they were just as shook up as anyone as anyone else. Which they were. Which is obviously quite right. But what it was interesting is all the stuff that's come out afterwards um, about Ericsson. and he's done that classic thing of you think he was in the, in the hospital bed and he went, "Oh, you all look tired." <laughs> <laughs> which I he said, was,
2: didn't he? You, I think you are all feeling worse than I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but what is really interesting, obviously. Uh, German doctor Jens Kleinfeld, who treated him on the field, uh, he told a he told an interviewer about 30 seconds later, uh, he opened his eyes and I could talk to him directly. It was a very moving moment because in such medical emergencies in everyday life, the chances of a success are much lower. And apparently Ericsson said, um, yes, I'm back with you. Damn, I'm only 29 years old. Mm. Which is really, again, just a... A, a strange moment, a proper. I mean, we speak about it all the time. Proper, like, "Oh, we'll just dim
1: this down a little bit."
0: It's not. Oh, yeah, I'm back with you. Don't worry. It seems it like nothing. a very
1: like Scandinavian, <laughs> nice attitude towards life type of comment. If yeah, you know what I, I, I know mean. What you
0: mean? It was. Um. It was really
1: strange. I, I think
0: someone said, um, in in the changing room when I mentioned it, he went, "Well, he's probably in the best place." And I was like, "That's a weird thing to say," but he is. And he quite clearly, he was in the best place because yeah medical treatment there doctors there uh obviously the defib machine there as well which you know in everyday life you're not really going to have that and oh, there's been that, that discussion yeah and i
2: think that's that, that is around prompt, it, that's prompted it? a really important discussion around how many people know cpr skills and how many you know venues both sporting and otherwise have access to to defibrillators and do people know how to use those defibrillators and i think you know it'll probably end up the tournament will go on life will go on and it might, might get forgotten again but it, it it is important and i think if you if you are someone who's listening and you you don't know how to do cpr there are cpr courses available that the british heart foundation for example offer cpr courses Um, you can also go and get courses on how to use the defibrillators they're very simple um i've, I've been taught how to use them in the past as well they are very simple to use but I think it has' raised an important conversation around how we kind of treat risk to a degree and i think in the context of the pandemic i think that's important and going on to what you were saying about going back to the studio alex scott kind of summarized i think perfectly i i, I don't think i don't think anyone could have said anything or said it in the way that she said it that would have been better than than what she said about she just cons- she just texted her mum saying i love you and that was she was and it was clearly just a How we were all feeling that we just i need some human contact here it's just something that when death is that close it's so hard and kelly wells who we've had on the on the podcast before she was talking about the kind of collective trauma of it and i think it's important to talk about it and one thing i have noticed from listening to podcasts and things afterwards is people have been talking about how it made them feel and i don't know if that's a sea change and i don't know if i'm just seeing that through the prism of what we do on the podcast but I do feel like there's been a little bit of a different attitude to talking about how that made us feel, as opposed to what exactly happened. And I think that that's kind of important. M- moving on to to the football in that group, kind of later on that day, there was a game that was, you know, potentially in jeopardy as well as we kind of the situation developed. Um, that game obviously finished one 0 to to Finland, which was a, a historic result for Finland and a disappointing result for for Denmark. But in the circumstances, you know, it's kind of didn't really matter in in, in the end to a, to a degree Belgium started off with a with a win again which looks looks like, like quite a poor Russia side Um, my pick for top scorer Lukaku off and running wasn't mm-hmm. he and then uh, this evening we're recording on Thursday evening we had the, the Denmark Belgium match earlier today 1-2-1 by Belgium they don't half look a different side of De Bruyne in it don't they
0: I think anyone would wouldn't they
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so I've obviously tipped them as my flop um <laughs> sounds funny still um <laughs> and I kinda said, I think I even suggested a charity donation if they don't get past if they get past the quarters. yeah now I've done some digging, and my whole prediction is going to be very interesting because I've had a little bit of praise for Italy, although they've only won two games, yeah, and I'm obviously questioning Belgium if they both win the groups, they meet in the quarters. Oh, no. So my torn oh, you aren't you there? So most of Natalie my and prediction will fall on a Belgium Italy quarter final if they both get there um, which the, the paths are looking likely. Yeah. Um I'd saw vulnerability in Belgium today against Denmark if you watched it Denmark were excellent for for most of the game to be Mate, fair. You could have
2: been looking out the window and not at the game and you would have seen vulnerability in that Belgium back four <laughs> back five but whoever was playing there.
1: They just I just Denmark were a good striker away from winning that match, yeah. and it sounds a bit horrible. potentially a Christian Eriksen away from, yeah, from, from, no, winning that, from winning that match.
0: Not really got any full-backs, have they? Uh, Belgium. Well, the lad's playing right back. Is it Vice? I think he's quite oh, good. Belgium quite
2: Belgium or oh, Belgium. Oh, Belgium. Belgium.
1: Sorry, i yeah, is yeah. a good player, but he's better going forward. Well, than they don't backwards. have any fullback. That's
2: possibly why they play a back three, and why they play with with wing backs because they've got Torg and Hazard out there.
1: Mm. It's not. So that's really what Denmark did well. They made the full backs, the wing backs defend yeah. and put them under immense pressure. But then, as you say, they brought on Witzel, Hazard and De Bruyne and you're going I know. Whose bench has got that? And my prediction around Belgium was centred a lot around the fitness worries of those three. Yeah and they all looked really really good the Bruiner <laughs> totally, the, the Bruyne particularly looked the Bruiner's like... had a broken face he didn't even wear a mask did he, he? D- see the no. thing with the thing like what, what i thought his face was broken rudiger's been wearing a mask for 6 years cuz i think he hurt his the, cheek once
2: the the the, the came on and he was like right can everyone stop dicking about now <laughs> give me the ball and i'm going to sort this out and he was he just went back straight into being De Bruyne, and he he's he is a cut above most footballers on the planet. So he's oh, gonna make that difference, I mean, isn't
0: he? He's a bit of a throwback, isn't he? Box to box midfielder who's absolutely world class. He's Steven Gerrard incarnate, who, isn't he? Who can score goals, set pieces, tackle, do, do it all, and he plays for one of the best teams in the world, and he's absolutely fantastic. And I mean, obviously, we've spoke about Denmark off the pitch, well, kind of, yeah, off the pitch, and. The mark on the pitch was one of my tips to be, you know, a, a pretty good, yeah. solid team. Yeah. It's very hard for them now. I yeah. mean, there's a lot going on. Took the lead today, and then the whole match was centred around, the, you know, the 10-minute um, applause yeah. and, and everything that went on. That was it's, wonderful, that, you know. Yeah, it was absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant to see. In the same stadium as well. <laughs> really, really well, hard for I don't, them.
2: I don't know if this if I was just reading a bit into this, but when De Bruyne scored, he where he ended up, where he was celebrating, oh, yeah, yeah. was right at the mm. spot where Ericsson had gone down. And at that point, he started yeah. doing yeah, that thing with his hands was, where he was pointing yeah, them right down. down and I wondered if he he realised where he was stood on the pitch. I just thought, I mean, it, it in a way, um, for if you were going to pick a nation to handle all this with with the, the kind of dignity that they have done with it and the way they've handled it all, Denmark would probably be the team that you would pick, given the characters in it. And Belgium... Treated it with such respect, yeah, and I felt as though Belgium were in a really difficult position in that you're playing the team now that everyone wants to win because of the horrible thing that's happened. Yeah. Even though Belgium are quite a popular team, yeah. because of the players they've got, and they they, they, they did struggle massively in that first off, but the, the the way they turned it round second off, I mean, Lukaku didn't get a goal, but he did an off of a hand in the two that they did get. Yeah,
0: just on just on Denmark though, obviously it's a massive game coming up against Russia. Mm. I think if they win it by a clear goal. They should go through not as long as hmm. um, Belgium beat Finland,
2: which you would imagine they will.
0: Well, yeah, but Finland could, could cause a few issues. But
2: I think Finland are hamstrung a little bit by the fact that Pookie's not fully fit. I think that is that is affecting them a bit because they, yeah. they look they look like a decent side. And they, who's the other chap up front? Um, it's a, it's Pion, like Pionce Yeah, it sounds like that
1: dog pulmonary or you know, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think
2: you said that. Right? I haven't. Um, he's <laughs> a good. He's, much, he, right? he looks a handful.
1: I feel a bit sorry for for Anne's suggestion though no, because obviously anything could happen in football. But if that Eriksson incident doesn't occur, they probably go on to beat Finland. Yeah, you would imagine so. Probably then, and we need a point from Russia. I do think they'll beat Russia, Denmark. But it's just one of the, it's just going to be one of them tournaments they'll look back on and go. Just, you just
2: draw a line under it don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah.
0: exactly and they've yeah. handled themselves absolutely impeccable
2: as you as you would, as you would yeah. expect given the characters in that I mean the people like schmeichel yeah. and Simon Kier and, and, and people like that so yeah I mean one thing I would like to just mention is I don't know if I've reviewed did you watch the Finland Russia game yes so that was also one of the sort of not great games of the tournament but there was a there was a moment in the first half right where the ball went into the box and it broke to juba Mm-hmm. Um,
0: <laughs> the big guy up front. Chaos
2: the in. huge wrecking ball up front. Um, and the commentator, and I wasn't sure who the commentator was, said, if he'd have been quicker, he'd have gotten to that, which I kind of felt like was the story <laughs> of his whole life. <laughs> just to be like, You could have said that at any moment in Zuba's career and that would have been relevant.
1: I've never seen a fella take, actually put him in Fellaini up front together because they just take it on the chest constantly. <laughs> just pluck it off the sky on the chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right. By the way, a little shout out to Go Finland. On, I think they've they've um, considering the size and the squad. They've done very well to date, and they have obviously had a goal disallowed, rightly so, against Russia. Which, if they would have had something to hold on to, might I mean, have got something. in.
2: it's one little moment of quality in that Russia Finland game that gets them the goal. Yeah, gets Russia the goal? It was a lovely little finish. That mm. was a great goal, yeah. Dink I into that. the far corner, but. If that, if that doesn't happen it ends 0-0 and then they've got four points and yeah, they're probably through, probably through you're yeah. thinking at this point now they've got to play Belgium even if Belgium rests some players which Belgium are going to start Vittel, De Bruyne and Hazard in that game Give to get minutes. some minutes in the legs mm-hmm. aren't they and you think it's going to be a taller though. I mean they could still go through with three points you don't know but yeah, you do. but you know they're, they're very close there and it is unfortunate as you say to, to not to not yeah. get through um, right we're going to move on move on from groups A and B we're going to move on to group C That we're going to conclude kind of part one of the podcast there we'll take a little short break and then we'll be back with you for part two where did that come from what a goal that is what a angle starts what three yards outside the post curls all the way in welcome back welcome back to part two we're now going to have a little look at groups c and d group c which is austria north macedonia netherlands and the ukraine an um, absolute
0: party group. This, mate, by the way, this is so. Nothing this is this. Party.
2: This is the group where you know when you were in school and you were going on a school trip and you were thinking you were going on the bus and you were like, oh, I hope you get to sit with me, mates, on the bus. And sometimes <laughs> you'd end up not set. You'd get set like you you get you'd be late on the bus and you'd go, oh, I just sit there as a seat at the front. You are near the teachers. It's not fun to crap all the way to North Wales. And sometimes you'd end up back row with the lads, and it would just be absolute carnage. Cans of pop all going round. You've already eaten your pack lunch before you get there. You've got you've someone's bought a Sly Nuts magazine on the back of the bus. It's just great fun. Everyone's having a superb time. That is what this group is. And Ryan, we we,
1: we alluded what to a it. A long at, way round to get <laughs> we, to what a great group. We I alluded to it at the start of the we conversation.
2: Netherlands, Ukraine. We said fireworks. They were in all fireworks, oh, weren't they? We?
1: It was it was tremendous. It was the first game where it didn't look like two sides going, Oh, sit in, be safe. Yeah. Let's um let's just try and protect what we've got and not lose. It was two sides trying to win it. Two sides who aren't great defensively always makes good games. And it was the swing of the match that was interesting. Out I, I mean Holland were in control and then yeah. Jamalenko's put one in the top bin. <laughs> I do not know. It was, it
2: was like he was bored. He was unbothered. I'm, I'm just going
0: to throw but it in the top corner. I don't know
1: how he does it, but everyone everyone knows about his left foot, and he plays on the right. See him down the line. I was cutting inside and putting the top in. Didn't at see Atlantic. that coming.
0: Right to be fair, he didn't really cut in. He drifted inside, yeah, he did, ran past the four Holland
1: players, and went. I stick that in there. Yeah. I mean, that's not better, is it? No, that's definitely but worse. Ukraine continue to play football in a nice way. Yeah, they do. But they're going They're not going to get that f- as far as I hope they would get. Because they can't they don't defend. Care about defending. <laughs> they
2: don't. In fact, it's not even they can't. They won't. They yeah. simply won't defend.
1: It's, and I like. I'm all for. I mean, I'm gonna enjoy every game they play in, but it's not the type of football that gets you far in tournaments, well, I don't did make,
0: You know when that header went in for Ukraine against? Oh, against Tata, that was oh, you're
2: him. Him. He's a good player, that mean, was, he? That was some goal, uh. I'd li- I'd never heard of him before that game, mm. and I was, <laughs> was like, some goal. Belgium. Isn't he? He's a baller, like Brilliant. i mean the, the the thing with ukraine is is that as you say right I, I thought as though i felt like they were a little bit it was it was harsh of them to end up two 0 down and then they've come back into it completely you know out of nowhere and uh
1: Big Denzel's just come and save the day. Uh, Denzel
2: Dumfries mate, and, and 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 I think I think in the end probably it was the fair result for the Netherlands. And we've yeah. got the Netherlands Austria game on in the background here. Haven't we? They're two 2-0 up at the moment. Home and dry. Fifteen minutes to go. Well, they were 2-0 up before, and it wasn't home and dry. But you know, <laughs> no, um, I mean in that group, like oh the, uh, the, yeah, they're the, go, they're going, they're definitely going through. Yeah. I mean, I've called them the flops. So
0: yeah, I mean, North Macedonia have got to produce something pretty special to go in to get themselves in contention.
2: Well, and speaking of North Macedonia, I know you're a man who loves an old fashioned centre forward, and they don't come older or more old fashioned <laughs> than Goran Pandev, who's looked 75 since he was about nine years old. He, he got on the score sheet during this match. It was a glorious moment, wasn't it? Oh,
0: just so good. I mean, everything you want. I mean, there's that backman and goal for Austria I don't rate at all. Nope. An absolute howler. And then Pandev slots it in. Did, did had a bit to do as well. They did. did. Um, and it was a really it was a good goal and the crowd goes wild and you know, and then you get all the stats about Pandev and it's like it's
1: like he played against David Steven. He did in
2: an international match. That's absolutely superb. That was a Richard Jolly stat that.
1: <laughs> to be fair, until today he was the youngest ever goal scorer at the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> until Alioski took the title off him today he's so 87. Oh by the way that Alioski
0: goal was was actually really good. I don't know if you've seen it. It's obviously the penalty it's come back from the from the keeper rebounded and it's kind of like a bit of a well you know like a level volley into the net but he he's got people around him his, his own players He's a going good player Alioski. He's a good fun, finish.
2: he's a fun player as well Alioski. He's proper moody. Leads, isn't he? He? Yeah, proper moody. He's a, he's a bit mad but but I enjoy him all the same. Um Oh sorry, just um
0: did you see did you see the North Macedonia warm up? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no so good. Oh my God, I don't know. Oh, so basically, talk us through it. Yeah, right. But so, you, so you know, how, so you know how you, you normally go out, you warm up, you're in two lines, you're doing all that, like yeah. open the gate, close the gate, sort of stuff. few high kick stretches and all that. So they, <laughs> they've you know traffic cones. Yeah, they've got traffic cones.
2: What like big orange traffic cones? Yeah,
0: they got traffic cones. They turn them upside down. They put a ball, a ball in them. The two of them race. How up. are the upside down traffic cones standing up? No, no, them? no, no. They're holding them. They're holding them. Oh, so they're holding right. them. They're running with them. They got the ball in the top, like like an ice cream cone. And basically, the two of them run out. So they both got one each. Two of them run out. They get to the end, and then they have to like. Throw the ball in the air from the traffic cone onto the other person's one and come back and then throw it to the person that's in the front of the queue. That's magnificent to warm up.
2: That <laughs> sounds a little bit like something you and I would have done when we used to coach a team.
0: It's so, so inventive. I'm enjoying it. I don't know whether I've done that justice, but it is absolutely amazing. It's incredible. Yeah.
2: There has been some talk, and we we kind of mentioned it off off air before we started recording about Emma Hayes and a Ponder Street. I think she did. I think she was doing the austrian North Macedonia game. And she did another one. I can't remember which one it was, but I feel as though she's kind of raised the bar when it comes to.
0: Do you feel she'll do that that warm up though? Um, I've never seen that. I mean, like I've seen stuff. She's
2: quite a serious football person.
0: I've seen stuff in like something about the North
2: Macedonians, and now you've told me about that warm up. <laughs> Nothing about that says serious
0: football people. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, you know, where they do like they'll throw the rugby ball in and then a tennis ball to like get your
1: eye get your eye in basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. I used to hate that in but warm I've
0: never, ups, you know. I've never seen that. What? I mean, the trouble they have to go through to go and get the cones. <laughs> it's just a bit of
1: fun, isn't it? It's relaxing people. Do you reckon it's, that's calming, all it is? it's calming them down. Does they're anyone not, relax when not, Goran Pandev's around? Not, do you know what I thought about them though? They try and play football. I thought I was quite impressed with them. I, I thought they would. I, yeah.
2: I mean, Austria aren't great. Um, but
1: even today against Ukraine, they, they got the ball they down are, and they like, tried they, to play. They have a go, don't they? Yeah, they're not just hoofing it up the field. Well, and
2: on on that right, I don't think there's been any teams at this tournament apart from Sweden, and we'll get to Sweden. Um, and that might have been the opposition they were playing against. The reason why they did that. no one's sat in, no one's like tried to make it attritional, really. Even the smaller teams have tried. Even Hungary, which obviously we'll get onto them as well.
1: Oh, they sat in.
2: They sat in, but they did it in like an aggressive t- type of way. You know, not like a, we're just going to sit here and because like because there be were sixty
1: thousand
0: angry Hungarians in the stadium. That's why. <laughs> that was class, wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> was so. I mean, so sick. fucking angry. Um,
2: and you've got the um, the almanac in front of you. You've got the the wall chart. I have, mate. Yeah. Um, I'll turn the light on so you can see it a bit better. Ooh, um, is there a way that the Netherlands can play Italy in the next round? Because that's what I want.
1: No, they play them in the group. Can so, you play them at any point? So one A plays two C. So Italy in the next round plays second in Group C. Group C is Neville. Oh, do you say Netherlands? Yeah, that's. So Holland would have to come second. Oh, that's probably the likelihood happen, is it? it'll be Italy Ukraine. Or Italy, Austria.
2: I could, I could get on board with Italy, Ukraine. Yeah, that could be fine I could get right about <laughs> that. I mean, on that, uh, we, we should have covered this in the Italy section. But I texted you last night, didn't I? And I've gone full in on Italy. Yeah, just bored in Italy shit <laughs> last night. For Everyone's 65 fuming pounds. with me because
1: every time they play, I'm just all Italy badges and it's your brave boys, isn't it? Brave boys, yeah. You love them.
2: How can you know? Anyway, we've done Italy, so let's 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 move let's on. Back to them. Um, <laughs> onto Group D. The greatest group
0: group it's delight
2: coming, the group of the real teams coming,
0: group man. delicious it's um
2: coming. of course it's includes coming. England Scotland Croatia and Czech Republic um England won their first ever opening game of a European championship uh, start even despite some question marks about the team and as our England correspondent mm. um put your bulldog tattoo away um <laughs> how did you put find the the... Down. <laughs> <laughs> how did you find the performance mate
0: um, Very mature, I think I said it to you, that, uh, as soon as they finished, very emotionally um, mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all the hype around them, they could have easily done what they normally do, which is start off like a train, which I, I think they, obviously they created that early folding chance and I think everyone's going, go on, go, go, do yeah, it. go do these, it. these are there for the um, And I think they just bided the time and, and, and played it brilliantly, really, obviously with the heat, I mean... Uh, what, oh was 30, it hot there as well was it 30 odd degrees well i mean there's a couple of pasty fellas on there come on <laughs> um, you gotta got and have a them run around
2: a couple of pasty fellas i them running around all the time phil foden's I, I, hair changed color it was that hot i
0: thought yeah i thought um i just thought it was very very mature i, I thought it was more experienced than he ever had been before the back four looked really good there's been a thing on trip here and they were going oh why is he playing why is he playing I think he likes them quite narrow. I yeah. think he likes them to be able to defend. They're not going to get caught out high up the pitch. Which <laughs>
2: is he going to? Is he going to persist with at left back? Do you think? No. Do you not
0: think? No. Sure, we'll play tomorrow. I do you think,
2: think that was just for this game?
0: Potentially depends what I think. It depends what you face. I think England are more in a position now to go horses for courses kind of approach. Mm-hmm. And I said that, to you, that with their formations particularly. I don't think anyone really saw that one coming, really. I think Gary Neville alluded to it. There's only one man who was going to pick that, and it was him.
1: I wonder if they'll match them up tomorrow. What, England will match Scotland Go three off? at the back.
0: I
2: I mean... what well, and play Walker inside and put Watrice James up at right wing-back? Yeah.
1: Or Trippier at right wing-back. But I think he's alluded to Trippier will one play left back tomorrow. And he's also talked. I think Grealish will play as well which could be lovely but yeah
0: I, I thought
2: suddenly want to go to the pub right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know don't. I know the listeners might be listening to this on a Friday morning thinking someone might have need to have a way of doing but for us it's the Thursday night before the Friday it's, it's Christmas Eve isn't it? it it is isn't it yeah. I, I, I am excited even
1: for Scotland fans like seeing the videos of them coming into Wembley they were singing uh, I Can Boogie on the Plane all, all that stuff Worthy, worthy. Like like everyone a enjoy it. It's yeah, a absolutely
0: all about, right. it. Absolutely, I thought England. Were, I thought England were really good though, and I think there's there's another level to them. Oh, Croatia,
2: know? not that good.
0: I think that's really and, harsh. I, yeah. I don't think we and need slow. to. I don't think we need Told to do you that. Which was shattered. Yeah, I mean he had all the ball, <laughs> didn't he? But I think they prepared for it, and they they went well. Okay, go on, have it. We can defend, mm. and they, they did. They did the job. It doesn't look really pretty, but. But well, they did defend very, very well. The wind well.
1: chimes tells us we will win the, with that, the whole damn thing. Yeah,
2: the, win, the wind chimes really doorbell. Or well. <laughs> the doorbells are of it. We're not on the BBC. Um, I, I agree with you, and I thought it felt like we were a proper grown-up football team, mm. which we aren't always England. And I think the thing that impressed me the most is that we did... Tr- I said, didn't I before the game? In fact, no, you weren't there. Before you'd arrive. I said to the other people in the room, just steam right into these. That's what I would do. Just absolutely fly into them. And I think that's what we, we try to do. I don't know how successful we were in actually doing that. But we England do that thing on the Southgate where we'll fly out. And this is what we did along the World Cup. Fly out. Tire a little bit. And then end up getting penned in and look a little bit desperate. And I think in this game, I think we flew out at them. It got, the game got a bit more balanced. But we just remained calm. Got a proper foothold, Got hold of the ball. Calvin Phillips was brilliant, by the way. I can't believe Ant doesn't rate him. <laughs> but he was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um I thought Declan Rice quietly was good as well. Yeah. He just he was in the right position. He just kinda of, he made sure there wasn't anything that was alarming. And I don't remember Croatia having anything that what he does really? Nothing at all.
1: No. I I said after the game, Southgate sets us up to win not to entertain and I'm happy with it mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly what it was. And
2: I don't even think we're, we're not bad So no, not bad.
1: You're going to have moments but he, he picks the moments to make sure you're, you're not vulnerable. Yeah, uh, Winning's quite entertaining to be fair. Absolutely but everyone's going oh you've got all that attacking talent and you go Sancho didn't get on the pitch, Grealish didn't Sancho get on the pitch.
0: Sancho
2: didn't even get in the stadium.
1: So there you go so like there is another level as answers says to us because you've got them players that can take you to that level but it's how and when you use them and I think I think um, Gary Neville said in the studio, our biggest asset is our manager, and considering he gets quite a lot of stick, I think that was quite a good statement to because it is. Yeah. It's the first time we've actually approached a tournament. and
2: Thought about the tournament rather than... Yeah, than play,
1: play the game, not the tournament or yeah. the occasion. Yeah. No, I, I think they did that in 2018 as well, but yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. But that's yeah, what but I mean, to, uh, under Southgate. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. first time I've seen us kind of take
2: that approach. I think in a way, with 2018, even though we got to the semi-finals... I think the squad this time around is much stronger than it was then, much more depth to it, and a lot more variety as well, which I think is important. I think in twenty eighteen, if we'd have come up against France, I don't think we'd have fancied ourselves to beat them. But I, this time around, and we'll get on to France, but this time around, I'd still think that we that we could take anybody on. You know, it, depending on
0: this how is this has changed a lot from from his predictions, hasn't <laughs> we'll it?
1: we'll get out the group. <laughs> I did say
2: We'll if, get out the group. Gonna beat France. There I you did know. say if we win the first game, we'll win it all.
0: No, you can't no. hedge your bets no, like I that. I literally
2: said that. Well,
0: Danny's a man who back every horse in the race. Yeah,
1: on, on you're right. not having it. We're not, we're finishing bottom of the group. We'll lose to Scotland. We'll lose to we will. Public. Pathetic. We still lose. Sure, <laughs> do we get relegated? Should um, we move on to Scotland. We
2: should move on to Scotland. Um, obviously playing in their first tournament game since 1998.
0: First of all, the national anthem fantastic. National yeah, it anthem. was. It's brilliant.
2: It's a good national anthem. Yeah. The Welsh have got a good anthem as well. Mm. Um it was loud, despite the fact that obviously there's a reduced capacity due to, um I don't know if anyone's heard, there's a pandemic going on. um But there was a reduced capacity inside Hamden. And Hamden has been roundly criticised um by Scotland fans for not being great for producing an atmosphere. But it was really loud. They were really up for it. They started the game well. They started quickly. Robertson had that really early chance. But I think uh, we said it off-air, didn't we? A couple of pieces of... I mean, one piece of quality, one piece of just absolutely ridiculous kind of kicking the ball from miles out into the goal from Patrick Schick.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just thought they were inexperienced an I'm really Scotland. happy
2: I tipped him for my top scorer as
0: well.
2: <laughs> if you I'll, if you listen back, I also said that.
0: Yeah, I just thought they were a bit inexperienced, Scotland, but I might that might change. They got another. Well, they got two more chances.
2: Little bit naive, they?
0: Yeah, you? and that's fair enough. I think Robertson showed that by saying he was telling them to calm down. I and minutes. I felt like,
2: Robert, you're the one who needs to calm down, man. You've gone mad. He, he was brilliant, to be fair, Andy Robertson. I thought he was really good.
1: Do you think? being at home might be a disadvantage to them
2: well, possibly because if
1: you look at Wales the whole build up to Wales Turkey was just going to be 30,000 Turkey fans there's only 400 Welsh it's going to be like a cauldron in and then you go they can relax under that
2: well also Wales I think that the atmosphere inside that ground I think that really galvanised them I think, it, I think it gave them it was like an us versus them but if you and saw, they liked that
1: if we look at the first 10 minutes of the England-Croatia game and you go oh we were all over them for 10 minutes I think the, that was the occasion that was the adrenaline you've just mm. done a national anthem Crowds buzzing to warm day, and then you settle into it. Scotland had, like, knowing there's that excitement when the ball gets to a certain part of the pitch and you hear the crowd, like, oh, and nothing's actually happened yet. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you start making the players rush into passes and decisions because it's like this gung style of football, and you kind of go again play the game not mm. the occasion I think that's what Andy Robertson was trying to say I mean there's a man who's been Champions League finals Premier League winner got Scott McTominay in there the other week was playing in a Europa League final David Marshall's played in Europe you got experienced lads in there I think they suffered it's just as Pop says it's like a naivety around the whole team and yeah. the occasion and,
2: and you can you can appreciate it and understand it because it, it's an exciting moment for everyone and so it should be do you know what I mean I think it's very easy for, for football fans and particularly people who aren't Scottish to kind
1: of be like, ah, oh, look, he is getting all up for it, and then you lost. I think
2: you should get excited. That's what football about. They the whole point. Did it do the other
1: week at Morgan Tramier? Yeah. But he went for it, and we got beat two one. The whole crowd was like pumped. pumped.
2: Yeah, doesn't always work for you. Yeah. I think, um, I think with 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 Scotland, they they obviously suffered from not having Kieran Tierney, um, and John McGinn didn't have a great game. I I would I think they'll play Gilmore. I think Gilmore will play on on well it'll be tonight to The listener, but tomorrow night for all. bit of composure. Um, I think Gilmore will play. Uh, I think he'll start Shea Adams. He probably should he have will started try, he, Shea he Adams. He'll, he'll start, Shea um, Adams. and Made I think they'll, they'll switch it. I mean, once they put, I think James Forrest might start as well. Um, is it O'Donnell who they had right back? the lad from Motherwell. Yeah. He looked like he looked out of place. Hmm. Where, where's he unfortunately. from? Unfortunately, Motherwell. Yeah, somewhere
0: in Scotland. Almost <laughs> then. Oh,
2: <laughs> I've seen that so many times online, it makes me <laughs> giggle every time. <laughs> yeah, she's not bad, thanks. Um But yeah, he looked a little bit out of place, I thought, and when they put James Forrest on, who's a little bit more attacking, I think that did make a difference. Um there was a bit where I think it was Christy came inside on his left foot and that O'Donnell was just stood in the way and they just ran into each other and I was like and then O'Donnell tried to get the ball and fouled someone and I was like, Oh God. It's like <laughs> it's it's like that thing where you do something stupid and you try and make up for it, and you do something more stupid again.
0: <laughs> well it's it's an interesting group now because obviously Scotland have got to kind of settle down, as we've said. Yeah. Um they've got two chances. It's whether they I don't know which one they're going to aim for, do you take Croatia on? From what you've seen, Croatia got to play Czech Republic. Czech Republic can sit and frustrate. I thought
2: the Czech Republic looked really good, and we did talk yeah. about them as looking decent before beforehand as well. Big didn't shout we? out to, to be, them.
1: Looked very good.
2: Yeah, I thought they were really handy, and I think I mean Patrick Schick's a proper player, isn't he? We shouldn't mm. really be surprised yeah. at at him scoring a. Cup. I mean, the second one's ridiculous. I mean, absolutely farcical goal. Felt farcical so, I felt. I felt so.
0: I did. I've said this to you before. I felt sorry for that commentator. <laughs> it's just you can hear his. I mean, I don't think the commentary does the goal justice because he's a Scottish fella. And well, you can just hear him go, oh, oh do you know, no. Do you know
2: what's so weird about it? And we we mentioned it before, is for a goal that was so outrageous and for a goal that's so unlikely because of how far out it was, it felt so inevitable when the ball got to his... You you he. I mean, I think Patrick Schick mentioned that he'd he'd spotted how far Marshall was coming off his line. So he'd, he'd kind of had it in the back of his mind as an option. I, I mean... There's a million and one things that have to go right for that to end up where it ends up, and even given all that, when it as it came into his stride, I don't I don't remember saying that's going to go in or thinking that's a goal, but I also don't remember being that surprised either when it looped over and went into the back it of the net. Perfect. It absolutely was perfect,
1: s- absolutely perfect, and it was a shot that as you said, look premeditated. Like, yeah. It wasn't, oh, I've spotted him, now get me, sort my feet out. Yeah, his, his strides took him onto the shot. Yeah, uh, It was just... And to be fair, it's kind of overshadowed, and as it should, what was a brilliant first header. Leap. In between two big centre-halves, a great header right in the bottom corner. He led the line well all day. And Czech Republic, if they get a lead and they've got Kral and Suchek in the middle of the mm. park and... They've obviously got uh, Koufal um, or Soufal so good at uh, uh, right back. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be a difficult just, team to break just down. Just one
2: for you, that right, wasn't it? Just one for me, yeah. Um, okay, then. So moving on to, to Scotland versus England, which is the big one.
0: Oh, we've spoken a little bit about it, haven't we? Yeah.
2: yeah I mean, what what are you thinking? Who's going to win? What's the score? What I
0: do you mean, think? I just think England have got a bit of quality for them. I, too much. I, yeah, just a, just a little bit too much, and probably as we've seen a little bit more now. It'd be depending on what Scotland's trying to do. Scotland, those words might come back and
2: bite you, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'll stand on the plinth, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll um, I'll go for England again. I I just think three nil again. <laughs> do you know what? If Scotland go go at it like they did in the first game, then. Possibly. But I don't think they will. I reckon they'll try and sit in a bit and try and take it to the last game. Um so yeah, I would say a narrow.
1: Narrow. i will go two 0 Two 0 I'm gonna say Scotland score. I'm gonna say two one.
2: Yeah. England. Okay. Uh, obviously England lose and then lose again and we go out in the group stages. Fair enough. Um no, I think I think I think we I think we'll I think we, we, we could actually win three 0 I think we might actually batter them. I genuinely do I thought Scotland played quite well in the first game but I think they're going to have to have a little bit of a go well, I, I don't f- think they should mm. I, d- I don't know the, but I think there will be an element of I think they they may feel as though they might need to have a bit of a go
1: there's no point in going well, out like, after the second game which they could do if they lose to us and check, it, it, so they might as well take it to the last game it could depend on what Croatia do as well
0: which is obviously the game before Yes. So good point. Not that you're going to prepare the team two hours before the game, but it could it could depend a little bit on that. Yeah, they will have to go, maybe adapt. I reckon they'll try and sit in, be a frustrating first star possibly, and then you might see a bit of a change afterwards. But
1: the problem for Scotland in that game is if Southgate and I think he'll do this and be quite smart if we don't go at them and leave them anything to counter on. Mm they have to kind of open up a bit to us to create chances. Yes. And that's where we kind of go, okay, now we've got Kane, we've got Steele, um, and the difference will show. And I think that's what Southgate will do. He'll be like, I don't care if this is boring and it's nil-nil after 70 minutes.
2: We'll stink the gaff out if we want to. Yeah. yeah but I mean,
1: we'll get that chance and we'll win Do you think he'll... Um, have
2: you seen Maguire saying he's, he's fit and ready to play?
0: I think that's a huge call to make. <laughs> it's so bold. I mean, if it's you fine. Win, it's if fine. you win
2: tomorrow... Yes, then he you can play him in the third game, can't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Trip. a
0: huge call to make right now and go, oh yeah, we'll just stick you in, mate. I mean, in a way... Because will be up, he most likely be up against Chair Adams, who is very, very tactically good up front. Yeah,
2: he's a good player. And
0: he knows when to run, knows when to hold, and it'll be a tough... And when so... to do it at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> when to yeah. hold and... Oh, good. <laughs> um, and,
2: and, and I suppose for England in that position, you know, that was the area that we were a little bit concerned about. So just the idea that, that Maguire is... I mean, we've seen we we've heard from physios and stuff before in the past talking about injuries, and there's there's a good interview with um Gary Lewin on the Football Ramble, um where he was talking about the fact that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about with regards to the injuries, and if he's ready, then Southgate will know he's ready, and and that'll be what dictates it. But just to know that we might have Maguire back, it could be a really big big boost for it. It's a tough a injury
0: to come back from as well, because obviously yeah, you have got a, a twist and turn, in and yeah, it's not an easy one, but. No. Yeah, hopefully it's a, it's a game you want, isn't it? mean this is exactly what you want in a tournament: you want a a, a rivalry under the lights at a big stadium, fans there.
2: Just hope it isn't too hot, because <laughs> that seems to be a massive issue at the moment. <laughs> um, okay, so that concludes part two. We're going to hear a little bit more from from We and then we'll be back for the final section.
0: No, it's a good ball. It really is a good ball. I thought initially
2: he was going to play it into Mbappe. He didn't. He definitely picks out Hernandez listen and he does the right thing he just hammers it across the face of the goal hoping for anything
1: effectively particularly that
2: welcome back for for part three the final section of today's episode we'll start off with group a group e is poland slovakia spain and sweden we mentioned poland before the tournament uh they were really poor i thought a bit slow a bit deep Lewandowski got isolated.
0: Can I chime in on this? Am I allowed to say this? This They're shite. Poland? Absolutely shite. I
2: I mean, who would have predicted they'd be deep, slow, Lewandowski would have (laughs) isolated? Certainly not me. I did predict that. I got that one right, didn't I? I
0: can't understand the (laughs) difference. Well, I can not understand the difference. Ryan,
2: Uh, your man Lewandowski let you down, didn't
1: he? He did. Well... Did he let them down, or did the team let him down? He, he
2: let you down specifically.
1: Well, he's only played one game, hasn't he? Um, no, you um, are both alluded to it. They've been poor. Doesn't help that they get a man sent off at a pivotal no. moment in no. the game. They were never going to. I mean, they're never going to win the tournament are they? But I thought, looking at that group, great chance of finishing second. Still do, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But they've just got to find a way to create chances. And the problem is, people double up on him. Yeah. And they don't have any other variety to the game. They don't do anything else. It's, my, my worry now for Poland is that their slow, next but...
2: game is against Spain. Right. And I've got to... Spain will dominate possession.
0: That might help them. No, I don't think it will. Well, it, it, they... it might do because Spain are very wasteful.
2: Yeah, but as we've seen from Poland, they are extraordinarily slow.
0: But if you want to sit deep... I mean, Spain's the team to do it against, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but I mean... But... <sighs> I just, the,
2: the, I, I, I mean, I, I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. I, I agree with you. They are shit, and there's no need, <laughs> there's no need for them to be shit because they haven't got shit players. But they turn up at every tournament, and they always have a nice, they always have a nice kit. They got a lovely badge. Mm. Poland's badge is excellent, and I always think, oh, I quite like the poles. And then they're shit. They <laughs> do it every tournament.
0: It's really irritating. We they get... like Switzerland, aren't they? The, to they, be honest. The, 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 oh. They, Except they've got a really, really good goal scorer. Put Lewandowski in Switzerland side to win win it all. <laughs> Mate, it, it's just ridiculous. It, it, so,
2: one thing I, I did want to mention was so Krokoviak, who is the player who got sent off for Poland, who I was like, I'm sure he played for West Brom. He did, yeah. And he did, he had like a season there, didn't he? And he moved there from PSG, because he had a really good Euros, I think, in 2016. He was,
1: no, he was in that Seville um, team that kept winning the UEFA League for Europa, Europa Cup, Europa League. Yeah, just, just said every variation of the right one. The, so that team League. that
2: won the cup Winners' cup a few years. <laughs> then the milk, <laughs> the Milk Cup. Um, but he, he went to PSG. Then he didn't really wait there. And then West Brom. I think West Brom bought him after Euro 2016. Did he just loan him? Did he loan him? Mm. Um. Anyway, I've always really liked him. I thought he was, I've always thought he's a decent player. He got sent off quite rightly. I think they were both definitely yellow cards. But there was, there was kind of a strange conversation between Sam Matterface and uh, Emma Hayes, the aforementioned Emma Hayes, um, mainly Matterface. I think Emma Hayes was just confused about what was kind of going on, um, about his kind of off-the-field interests when he was in Paris and now he's in Moscow, where they were talking about the fact that he likes going to museums and the theatre and stuff. And they were just kind of... It went on for about two and a half minutes and they were like, uh, apparently he likes going to the museum and stuff. Like it was some mad, like going to the museum is mad. Like a proper mad thing to do. It was really weird. And I wonder maybe that's, maybe he got himself sent off to go and visit a museum. <laughs> I just w- wondered if that was maybe kind of in his thinking. He thought, well, while I'm here, do you know what I mean? W- when in Rome, although they're not playing in Rome. um, great, Some great museums in Rome if, if they if they make it there. Um, The other reason he might have got sent off was because he looks a lot like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction.
0: Why Why does that matter?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I didn't send him off. It's just the reason he may have got sent off. Um, let's move on for Poland, because as you say, they are shit. Um, Slovakia, they were very good, and their kit is beautiful.
0: Yeah, they were de- They were, well. obviously done done what they needed to do when they open game. Pressure's off to go and play Sweden next, who probably need to get a win somewhere. Um, but well, they, yeah, do, that, they the... do play Poland last, so they might wait. Um, but obviously, Sweden will be a, a difficult side mm. to play against. Obviously, they're impressed against Spain. Did was, they? Well, did they impress against Spain, or were they also shit?
1: No, they went shit because they got out with a the result. They did all they could did with they? the team. What do you mean? Did I they, think yeah. they're quite. They've
0: still got Sebastian Larson playing for them. They're yeah. quite limited. Well,
1: that was limited. one thing I
2: wrote down on my notes was how on earth is Seb Larson still playing still international so football? Please exactly. well. just
1: so stop giving them shit for drawing with Spain. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: like the Swedes. yeah uh, we, I know saw, I we do. saw them at the last
0: Euros, didn't we, Ant? We did, yeah. I think that, they like, were great fun. I think, you know, Sweden did pretty well. Again, Spain's been quite fun van- uh, a good fun up front as oh,
2: well? Mate, there was, there was the bit where he somehow managed to get his way through in the box, played it across the bit. Be- I mean, Berg. I mean, right, can we just write at this moment? I, I don't like to, to kind of bag on individual players, but Marcus Berg, right... He's. I feel like he's played at every single international tournament for about forty <laughs> years. He's always up front for Sweden, and in a different way to Severovic. We were talking about Severovic before. You can't finish. I don't. I don't. I just don't understand Marcus Berg. I just don't understand him.
1: He never scores. Kick it, it in the goal. He's got quite a good goal scoring record, Marcus Berg. Oh, s- stop defending him. I'm just <laughs> saying yes, but obviously it's a bad miss. But the thing is, with Sweden, is they've got that. Kulusevsky plays for Juventus who missed that game Mm. they can get him fit for the remainder two. they I mean four points get you through doesn't it Miguel Delaney was talking about that today whether it's a good idea to have 46 games to knock eight teams out
2: no it's a terrible idea but
1: it's 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 like it's it's twofold so there is more jeopardy in a sense but the jeopardy is no longer like second versus third it's third versus fourth which becomes a bit weird we'll
2: see i suppose in an expanded tournament where you're allowing teams of a slightly lower quality to come in then at least it gives them more of an opportunity to get through to knockouts i mean i'm not i mean i'm not complaining it's a problem for the players because at the end of an ex of a long difficult season anyway for them to have that many games. I think it's too many. I mean, we've spoken about it. It's irrelevant really to this conversation, but the champ, the extended Champions League format is going to end up with about it's something stupid like 116 matches to mm. knock out like four teams or something. So yeah, I do thing, think yeah. in terms of the way that we're stretching the players, it's a problem. In terms of the volume of, I'm not complaining. I've watched almost every but, match. But,
1: this was the example I gave, which I thought was quite good. Wales can now play Italy and. In- Kind of, you can kind of rest everyone because you. What's the point in trying to beat them if you through risk injuries? You might as well just take the draw you're given. But if they didn't, they would have to try and beat Italy. Yeah. Which, or at least what go and try and get a point. Like? Do you want Turkey Hafting to try and win, and Switzerland Hafting to try and win, or whoever it is they put each other? But they'd or, all
2: they'd there'd be something on both of the matches, wouldn't there?
1: And they would take place at the same time. If it was just second, Turkey would be out now. Yes, got they, no yes they would,
2: but but there'd be something on the other game because and Switzerland... Wales wouldn't be through. Yeah, but now Wales are through. Yeah, you that's know what I mean. So there'd be something to be, for, be so it's, it's kind of weird. I, I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, in all honesty, there's so so much of football nowadays that there that it's just how many more matches can we squeeze in?
0: Well, and, I mean, that it's a it's a bit of a different point of the order. I think it, I personally think it creates quite a an interesting bit of when like a minnow can go through and get yeah, in the second round I, I think
2: that's fine I like that because we got up with Iceland yeah, didn't we I, I think that's fine right. that I, went really well but, for but, us but I, oh god
1: uh, did they, where did they finish in their group? Though? Well, they finished. second. Portugal finished third. Hungry, and won it.
2: Hungary, finished top of that group. Oh. And Portugal, Portugal finished third in three, that group. Three draws. And, win the, and win the tournament.
1: And it was a late goal, wasn't it? The last game against Hungary. Yeah, Ronaldo
2: scored with a, fli- a f- Was it a
1: header? Or I think he
2: scored so. a little back in that game. Did not he? He you know what? Do you know what I realized as well, which I've kind of really forgotten about? And it was after we'd done our predictions. Zoltan Geres was. Playing in that tournament, yeah, he was. Yeah. He feels yeah. like a man from another era, another era, oh. another anyway, Zoltan era. Spain.
0: <laughs> 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 I like the second Should we, uh, should we move on to Spain because I think Spain have got a few issues here. Can I just th- say something about Spain?
2: Yeah, I'm Eric Laporte. France are now so good that they have to lend players to yeah. other teams. Yeah, like they've gone right. It's not fair for you to have so many good players. Like, can we have a go of Ndombele?
1: I know, that's the thing. <laughs> I'd love it? a go of him. And It'd be great. <laughs> He's brilliant. The pain in Spain came mainly in the game. I just thought they just couldn't <laughs> unlock the G- game.
2: <laughs> does not rhyme with pain or Spain, just for your information. <laughs> I mean, that joke was lame.
0: and Yeah, I think Spain have got a bit of an issue, certainly up front. I mean, obviously, is coming yeah. for a lot of criticism. And um, it probably highlights the fact that they had Torres and Villa, who were absolutely do you think, fantastic. Uh,
2: Moreno will, will come in for the next one?
0: Yeah, and then it probably just absolutely shatters Maratta again, doesn't it? It, it?
2: I mean, it's not difficult to do that.
0: Well, it doesn't look to be difficult to do that. It's really disappointing, to be honest, because he's actually a, a decent player. No, he's which a very good footballer. He clearly is a very good footballer. Spain have to take their chances now. And it's a bit of a pressure game, I think, against Poland. And, and like we said, I was saying before, Poland... It might suit them the fact that Spain have got all this ball. I mean,
2: it is pressure, but Poland are shit as we've no, already established.
0: No, I, I, I agree, but they're still in with a shout, and they're still, yeah. still going to be competitive, and they've still got, you know, one of the best strikers in the world up front. They'll turn
2: it round, Poland. <laughs> no, we've already established the but shit, right? It could be they're out. It
0: could be diffi- It could be difficult for Spain. I, 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 in, <laughs> if they don't get a win in the next game, you're looking at the last one, and they've got to play Slovakia, and Slovakia are busy. Yeah, they're about you, aren't they? And busy. It could be. I like Sp- Slovakia. Spain could be this one where we might have overlooked for being a bit of a flop.
2: <laughs> to be I, honest, I spent a lot of um, the, even in the Slovakia play trying to find, trying to buy their kit online. This is so nice, and that I could only find it in some dodgy shop that was selling it for like a hundred and twenty-five quid, and I was like, no. Mm. Anyway, um, let's 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 kind of let's move on. To the final group, Group F, the Group of Depth. Group France. As uh, as Ryan called it, the Group of Depth. Um, France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. France beat Germany in the first sort of real heavyweight clash of the tournament. The, uh, the Godzilla versus Congo, the group stages, if you will. Pogba was brilliant, Mbappe is quite frankly terrifying. Um, and... You and I both tip France. Anything you've seen convinced you otherwise? It's
0: not really a tip, but yeah. Um,
2: Mate,
0: <laughs> well, yeah. There's a lot of teams in the tournament that can win, so yeah. Fair enough. Most
2: of them go through. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, Has anything convinced you otherwise, or are you still nah, sticking with your boys?
0: I, I think they handled that game brilliantly. I think we spoke about it off air. They just they went, come oh, on, you can have all the ball then. Yeah, and, and when we get it, we'll still be really good on it as well. So obviously, Varane, absolutely fantastic. Um. And then Mbappe, as we said, it could have been three or four. To be honest, Can mm. um,
2: Can say it was wonderful as uh, well. Yeah, wasn't it?
0: and it's it just it shows how good France are. When I don't really want to talk about Germany, I don't think they were that good. And it, See, it, I, I disagree, it annoys it, it annoys me that they they haven't got a striker. And I can't <laughs> no sure. I can't I, understand I, what they've done there. They've created all these ball player midfielders, and yeah, I think I they've felt- got an issue with Joshua Kimmich as well. But they need to put him in the middle of the park. I Don't know why they haven't they, got anybody else for right back. I don't know why they haven't. Played. Bring Philip Larm back, put anyone
1: there. I just wouldn't raise play the alarm. The back three,
2: yeah, I suppose so. Because I don't think it's necessary with the players that you could put in front of it to a degree. Mm-hmm. But then, it, I mean, I mean, they, they've got some. I disagree with you. I actually thought Germany played quite well. I, I was quite impressed with them at, at times, but. I don't know what one of you said to me before, they were good between both boxes. Yeah, I'm sort of in between
1: what you're both saying. I thought they were good to a point. Yeah. And they always look vulnerable. And you kind of think this is the opposite to what Germany normally are, which is strong at the back and efficient going forward. And they were neither of those things. They were good in the middle of the park, but they should be when you got the players they've got. I mean, they could bring Sané off the bench and stuff like that. Like. He
2: looked like the one that might make a difference when, he came, really yes, when he came on. I thought looked really good when he came on. Yes, I also thought he looked in. good as well. Um, I think they might start Incre- him at the back. Increase the tempo a little yeah,
1: bit. Yeah, he did, yeah. Some uh, broke, broke the lines with a couple of passes. but he got, got great he hair. He's got great hair. But maybe that was just freshness at that stage. I, I thought the, they looked a bit timid, you know. Yeah,
0: they because looked like they
1: didn't believe they yeah, could score. Yeah,
0: because... I mean, even in the changes they made, I thought they came a little bit late. I didn't think they were that... I just thought they were a bit scared. They're France... at the
1: end of an era. That's what they are. they were side waiting for Hansi Flick to come in. They've had 15 years under Yerkum Lowe. They've had issues. He, he obviously got rid of Hummels and Muller, then he brought them back in. It's not a happy camp, and I think it's showing.
2: I also don't really understand the Nabri it was it, Bernie didn't start. The, Na- the Nabri muller sort of front two thing I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think that gets the best out of Gnabry
0: Portugal next as well I mean it's a it, it's a huge didn't he, game I do not think they look like that great it's against a huge Hungary, game either. yeah they didn't And but they played I thought they played the occasion pretty well and they went we're going to get something here because we've got <laughs> Ronaldo up front who's absolutely fantastic well, the only Jota thing... looked very good looked very busy it was a
2: really good um, bit there was a
0: really... obviously j- he needs to pass to Ronaldo <laughs> which I think j- is <laughs> what you're going on about it <laughs> was a great bit where I was, strop.
2: J- Jota. I'd got the ball and like the the pass was definitely on to Ronaldo, but he got a good shot off, and and you can kind of Jotted is one of those players where and you know you can see he's been playing with Mo Salah for a for a season where he's like there's a chance for me to kick it out the goal. I'm going to kick it out of the goal. <laughs> and Ronaldo was absolutely fuming. And Jota did that thing where they go, if I don't look him in the eye, maybe it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Just continues to look away from yeah. him. And then there was another moment where Jota swiveled in the box and hit a shot and the keeper saved it. And there was someone else waiting for a layoff and he was like, <laughs> oh God, everyone hates me <laughs> in this team. Um, Renato Sanchez came off the bench and made, a, and made a difference. I used to love Renato Sanchez. And then, I remember watching him at Swansea and I was like, what has happened
1: to this fella? Swansea happened to him.
2: It just, it, it all went very south very quickly for him, which I just thought was really unfortunate. He was very young. At, at, when just won the league with
1: Lille, hasn't he? Yeah,
2: well, that's what I mean. He's, he's he's He seems to be getting a little bit more of a, getting back on track. He's still only 23. I've always just thought he's just such a wonderful player, like such a, a an interesting player to watch as well. Um, but I didn't think Portugal were great, but they were crap in the group stages last time and then won it, as you said before, Ryan. They just...
1: And they've got a much much better side now.
0: I, I think the ability to, to stick in that game and, and Hungary made it difficult for them. They weren't easy to play against. 60,000 fans in the stadium, mm-hmm. as we mentioned before. It wasn't wasn't an easy place to play. Um, no. But they had chances and they, made, they you know, created chances and they come out 3-0 winners. I think you, you, you're you very happy with that. Um, obviously the next game's huge. I, I th- Germany, I, kind of, I kind of think Germany. Germany obviously have to go for this at some point. And I'd love Germany in, to beat them. You plays know? in Portugal's hands.
2: Well, I, I mean, you know, we'll wrap up shortly. But there was a there was a game in the World Cup. So Germany lost their first game to Mexico, didn't they? It, it in a sort of not massively dissimilar game to this. In a way where it was just the other team just just not better than them on the day. They just would. They just went at it in 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 a much more kind of coherent way. And then they played Sweden. And they were behind against Sweden, and then Tony Crow scored that free kick right at the end, in like the last kick of the game, and it was a proper classic tournament moment. It was brilliant, um, and then they got schooled by South Korea. But I think that could be such a good game because the way that Germany play p- plays into Portugal's hands so much, like so much. And
0: I think two so defensive midfielders screening in front, they're going to make it difficult, going to be really hard, and you've got them free up. Well, then free and attack. And they I, defend I, really yeah, well Portugal. I, I think Germany Germany well they need need a striker, don't they? Need someone to come and finish the chances. Yeah. Meanwhile, France at the same time same game or same time, sorry, have got a, a great chance to absolutely put a few past Hungary, get themselves top of the group, <laughs> and rest a few players for the next round.
2: Um Yeah. If, c- you can
0: you can definitely see a few going in there, can't you? I'm not being funny. I mean, Mbappe—he's yeah. just he's bubbling on, un- bubbling on there, yeah. And he, he wants a few there, yeah.
2: I... Um, so to kind of conclude us, then, fellas, because we've we've gone a little bit longer than we wanted to, but which is the game in the next sort of week or so that you're looking forward to? Obviously, excluding um, England against Scotland, what are you kind of most looking forward to this week? What 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 game is kind of tickling your fancy, Ryan?
1: So, obviously, quite obvious to say Portugal versus Germany, but I think week three is obviously going to have a lot riding on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're going to end with Portugal, France, which is just an unbelievable fixture to end on. Um, I th- I'm quite excited randomly for Ukraine, Austria, because they both put a win. Yeah. And they both kind of, we already know Ukraine don't care they just go for it. No, nah, I'm not they're defending mate, boring. If that penalty goes in today, they're averaging four goals a match <laughs> for <laughs> and against sort of thing. Um and Austria aren't very good. Um I'm not gonna use the word shit like you two did against Poland so that's disrespectful. But yeah, probably probably those fixatures. Disrespectful um
2: I was quite looking forward to Italy Wales but as we've we've mentioned it could just be played out like a who really cares because <laughs> we're already through.
0: Let's all have a party.
2: Let's all have a great time in Rome. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm also um, I'm also kind of looking forward to the Croatia Czech Republic game before the England game because there's a lot on that for, for both of those teams. And I also think that Croatia need to come out and play in that game because they would. We've spoken about teams being timid. They were timid against England, and the Czech Republic look handy. To, to dismantle them if needs be. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that one. And
0: Germany Portugal just fascinating. I want to see how both teams go about it. Yeah. Germany are usually so efficient and and any other stereotype they want to throw at them, they are <laughs> apt, they do sort of go with go with that. Uh, well engineered. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And Portugal <laughs> absolutely little bastards, aren't they really? Little when they, bastards? When is they that, be, that is disrespectful. No, it's not. They 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 know the dirty side of the game. And I think it's in their hands as well. Yeah. So yeah. it could be very, very good. Yeah, I think that's one to um, one to look forward to,
2: isn't it? Isn't it, chaps? Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap us up there, fellas. Thank you very much for for your time, for your thoughts, and thanks to you, the listener, for for joining us and sticking with us. One of our friends said the first of these episodes was a graft. And if you're listening, Barry, we are referring to you. <laughs> Anyone else? I hope this hasn't been too much of a graft, and you've enjoyed it because we've enjoyed being a part of it. Absolutely, yeah, we have, haven't yeah. we? I mean, this has been a fantastic tournament so far, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, we're back on Monday with another interview with Matthew Smith from If You Care Share. So that's one to check out. That being all the usual places as pair. Usually, you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Mark underscore Man, and don't forget to use the hashtag Where's the Talking Lads. If you want to drop us a message, give us anything you want us to discuss on the next Euros episode, that should be out a week today, then feel free to tweet us or slide in those DMs and let us know and we'll happily put our great footballing minds together and call someone shit just for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for your time and we'll see you again on Monday. <laughs> what a goal that is, is It's all a bit of delivery. The delivery's superb. And you're just asking your forward or one of your central defenders,
1: go on, stick your head on it. And your arm check does that.